South Seas Healthcare, providing excellent health and well-being for Pacific people and all communities. Your home for everything rugby league. This is Running It Straight with Tony Kemp and Sam Hewitt on SENZ. That is rugby league. Well, welcome into Running It Straight here for another Wednesday, August the 2nd, and a busy show, busy show to come in between now and 3 o'clock. Uh, we haven't had, a, we don't have a game to talk through, we're not a Warriors game to talk through, Kempe, might have to have a look at some of the other NRL Lots games. going on. We do have... Um, we Bit do like ha- you in the, in the in parallel universes that you live in, mate, there's plenty going on. Do you believe in aliens, Tony? Do you believe in aliens? 100%. Um, You're an alien, I'm going to put up with you every week. Jackson Ford, hopefully, uh, is not going to be subjected to this sort of chat in around about 15 <laughs> minutes' time when we get him off. If you do have any questions for, for Jackson, you can text him through on double eight double three. Jump on the YouTube uh, channel as well. James has already uh, sent in a message here. Can be asking for your first try scorer on Friday. Uh, he also wants your lotto, lotto numbers. <laughs> let's just let's just pump the brakes a bit, James. Here, we don't want Kempi's head to get to get. Oh, I don't, bigger, don't worry. My, my head, my you, head will never get like that. You, you're not uh, here on Friday, Kempi. So you better give us a uh, an anytime try scorer. No, oh, well, no. I'm <laughs> and I don't give and I don't give don't uh, first try scorers out until I've actually seen the warm up and and cement that in my head that no, I'm down the true. right you track. G- you gave me that to near quarter before they came out on the field. You gave me him about an hour before. Yeah, I know, but I didn't <laughs> give it to you on live on air. Till, so what's going to happen right on Friday? Do we have to? Are you going to text We're me or gonna something? Win. No, but are you going to text me the first well, try score? Well, if you remember me and ask me, yeah, but... You're you, not going to be here, Kimpy. I know, but you, <laughs> what, you can't just d- digit... Well, you like, you digits, you ring you while we're on it. working I'll, on that phone? I'll ring you while we're live on air, shall I? And we can get you... That'd be patch great. You. Well, well you. if you want to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all for you, James. We'll figure it all out. Um, so we're going to talk to Jackson Ford. We'll have a look as well as the game uh, this Friday night between the Warriors and the Titans, of course. Uh, just a, a, a few changes with uh, Jazz Tavanga sort of making his way back in the side. Start, I know he's on the extended he bench. He starts but on yeah. the bench. Yeah, but he, I think he is going to get a run on, um, as well as a couple of uh, other signings and bits and bobs going on around the NRL. So like I said, you can text her anytime on double eight double three. You can comment on the YouTube channel, or you can give us a call on 800 Kemp, you want to talk about round 22, the Warriors had the bye. Um, some interesting results across the board, and isn't it funny how one result um, can sort of change how people view a team? And I look at, in particular, the Cowboys' uh, loss to the Titans because... Like a lot of people had them going undefeated, um, heading into the final round, uh, and you know making a top four. But the way they played against the Titans can be reminded me of how they looked back in May. And uh, I think if you're a Cowboys fan, you maybe should be a little bit worried. And now no Val Holmes for four weeks too. Okay, so there's a couple of points to, to talk about here. The first thing is we're brave saying that teams will go on a run and go undefeated when we when we're saying multiple teams will do that. They don't. They do. Teams do go on runs, four or five games, as Penrith are on the moment. As you know, the the Warriors have been uh, Cronulla, Parramatta, um, all those teams during the year. But very brave to say that they're going to go on a, a long run. Mm. All right, and the Cowboys. So there's the second to, to your second point. We've said all year on the show that there's three things that are going to play out when you come into the back end of the year, especially hitting the finals. The first one is referees' decisions. They're going to be massive. Referees and bunkers' decisions are going to affect the team. The second one is suspensions. Yep. And, of course, now you've got um, Val, Val Holmes, Holmes out. Mm-hmm. And and that throws a massive spinner in North Queensland's um, challenge for semi-final spot. But but more importantly, finishing the top four. Because you know if you don't finish in the top four, you've no chance of winning it. Or maybe this year's different. Anyway, and the third one, you've got his injury. And we've still got players coming back from injury. And this is a real um, positive for the Warriors. Because Jeremiah Nani's out at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. And, but, but you've got Jazz Tavaga coming back into the side at the right time, hence why I think that he'll he'll start off the bench this weekend because you've got to get some some um, 
some miles into his legs. The reason why Pippenhausen's coming back from Melbourne and getting thrown straight back into second grade so he can get some miles into his legs. Pippenhausen plays for Melbourne next week. He gets through that game over there, and then they come on a late charge too. So it's gearing up to, to play out how we said during the year. But for the Cowboys, I don't know whether he should have been rub, rubbed out. I've read the judicial report. If you want to, if you want to laugh, go and read the judicial report. <laughs> All right, it I'll... is it is laughable. Well, so just going back to um, the storm, and you got to feel sorry for Nick Meaney, who's actually been playing fantastically well there at the back. So Ryan Pappenhaus has come in. What I guess does he go to the wing? Um, does Who, he Nick Meaney? Yeah, Nick. Well, or is he out? No, no, Nick Meaney. He'll he's probably been there close to the, one of their best backs. So he'll I think he'll go, and I think Warbrick will get pushed out. Uh, Meany will go on to that right wing, and, and, and Pepinhausen goes straight see, back Wal- in. But Walbrick's been having a great year as well, Kimby. That's a difficult... It's, exper- it's experience, eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well Pepinhausen has to be there, so you'd have to find a way to squeeze him in. Um, the other game, conversely to the to the Cowboys, was uh, was the Knights, who, I mean, they were underdogs uh, up at Canberra, um, playing in Canberra at GIO Stadium. Not that I didn't think the Knights could get up, because they have been looking pretty good, but Kimby convincingly over the Raiders, 28 points to six, and they're starting to turn a couple heads as well for that top eight. Well, he's, he's got some consistency behind his game, isn't he, KP? He's he's going really, really good and at the right time of the year too. Like, I've watched a lot of his, his short highlights over the last uh, two, three weeks. Mate, every time he gets the ball, there's something on, yeah. you know? He's either going through the line and creating a, a try assist or he's scoring them himself. So uh, who would have thought, you know, only a month ago, Aidan O'Brien's head was on the block, you know what I mean? There's talk about Holbrook. Well, there's still there's still a lot of chat going on. Like I've seen, uh, was it Joey coming out saying that it's disrespectful how he's been treated given how the team's going? You know, it's like they're doing well and he's still getting talked about in back rooms and, and you know, board so, meetings. So when I was over in Newcastle, the, the interesting part about this, which a lot of people don't realise, is that West Newcastle's a, uh, a legs club in Newcastle. Been around for donkey shoes. They were there when I was there. And they're worth about $140 million. So they got a couple of accommodation blocks and, and lease clubs in the in the city of Newcastle. Mm-hmm. They ba- they own the club, all right. right? And they run the football department. What did you say they were called? West, West Newcastle. West Newcastle. Yep. They are not getting rid of Aidan O'Brien after they paid Brownie out. All right, so he's going to be there. The Holbrook scenario, for me, is probably that if Holbrook wants to get into uh, an assistance role, they're offering him an opportunity to come into Newcastle because they're probably going to lose a couple of their better assistant coaches. Mm. So, so don't, don't worry about don't worry about a Brian. I don't think he's going anywhere. No, I think I think he's safe. But uh, but the Knights, do you think uh, probably are going to squeeze into the eight because they've got a pretty favourable run home as well? Do you? I don't know if they can really make the four. Would you give them any chance of? Getting the wheels would than... have to fall off the top three for the Knights to make the four. You know what I mean? I think I think if, I can't see the Warriors' wheels falling off. I think they're getting better. Mm. Um, Brisbane, I think they answered Matty John's question when he said he was waiting for the wheels to fall off. They, they aren't that's, going to fall that's off. It. And, of course, Penrith with five in a row and Nathan Cleary being back, his third game back, like this week, that's the game of the round. Yeah, and, and the, the interesting thing as well, Kempi, is that a lot of those top uh, eight teams outside of the Warriors all play each other. So there's going to be points getting taken off the teams that are trying to vie for that eight, seven, eight, nine, or you know, six, seven, eight position um, in and around that spot. I'll just quickly run through the ladder here. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you to do this every week uh, leading up to the finals, Kempi, to tell me um, how you see it shifting around from here. So Panthers, Broncos, first and second respectively, both on 34 points. Then you got the Warriors and the Storm on 30 points apiece in third and fourth. Then you got the Raiders in fifth on 28, Rabbitohs in sixth 
on 26, Sharks on 7th on 26, Cowboys in 8th on 26, and then outside the top 8, the Knights are in 9th on 25, just in behind them, the Seagulls also on 25 and 10th, then you've got the Eels in 11th on 24, the Titans in 12th on 22, Dolphins, Roosters also on 22 and 13th and 14th, uh, Bulldogs on 18 points in 15th spot, then Dragons, Tigers are the two bottom two teams, so just in and around that top 8, if you're looking at uh, Raiders, Rabbitohs, Sharks, Cowboys, Knights, Seagulls, Eels, maybe even the Titans if you want to throw them in there, how do you see that moving around over the coming weeks? And I'll get you to, to rethink about this every Wednesday. Yeah, look, I think the Knights and the Seagulls, with that one extra point that they've got where they picked up the draw, I think they can cause a headache going in over these next few weeks because they all play each other. So if they get the results, they will actually get above a couple of teams because of that one-point advantage. So, you know, you look at the game this week, for instance, Penrith, the other top of it, the top four, is that the, the other teams that are playing then can solidify the Warriors' place in the top four. You know, Penrith and Melbourne, Melbourne lose that game, Penrith go further in front, the Warriors get another two points against the Titans. They get yeah. further cemented into that top three. So it, you're dead right about the, the week-in, week-out type of football. The Sharks are struggling, mate. The Cowboys without Valentine um, Hones, can they get that job done out there on that right edge? To 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 because that's that's their most potent attacking side, um, and the Knights and the Seagulls they're coming home. They're coming home with a with a wet sail. So you throw the Eels in there. Look, I don't know. I think Dylan Brown coming back has he got the has he got the the miles under under his belt to to um, to bring back that Mitchell Moses uh, Dylan Brown connection. I'm not too sure, but. If I was worrying this weekend, I'm worrying if I'm sitting in sixth, seventh, and eighth because I think the Knights and the Seagulls are the two teams to watch out for. What about the Raiders? They're sitting in fifth spot here, and just looking at the uh, sports beds odds over in Australia, they're ninety-one dollars to win the title, and the Eels are eighty-one. So the Eels are actually more favourite than the Raiders, as are the Knights actually, uh, and the Raiders are sitting in fifth. Do you next think next week? Next week, because they've had two losses in a row now. The Raiders yeah, so after going on a good run, you go three losses, all right, and then now it's talking about the Raiders entering that race with those teams down the bottom, those three teams down the bottom. I don't think you can go any further than the Eels. You know, I know that the the Warriors are playing the Titans. The Titans get the Cowboys last week, mate. All but for a couple of of inch decisions on the Cowboys, they get the Titans last week. Um, but they didn't. The Titans got that one. I, I just think the Warriors this week are, uh, are too good for the Titans. And I just think that, that group below them, fifth to, what, what is that, 11? Yeah. That's the changeable part. A lot of uh, questions and sort of thoughts coming in on the YouTube and on um, Double Eight Double Three Kempi about the Warriors not taking the Titans lightly on Friday night, especially after what just happened to the Cowboys. So we'll talk about the uh, the game this Friday after two thirty. Uh, Jackson Ford is going to join us very very shortly. Um, but it is interesting, yeah. The Sharks in free fall at the moment, Kempi. I, I see them dropping outside of the eight. The Cowboys, I think, will hold on to the eight spot. But then the Raiders, I think, are the ones that stand to lose here. I think if the Knights and the Seagulls can keep their momentum going, well, I, I, can't, this, I can't see the Raiders losing. The the Tigers this week. So I think they're still there. So this week is really important for the Raiders. I think you've got, like, I like what you said, week in, week out, then you can re rejudge it. But at the moment, it doesn't include the Raiders because they play the Tigers. The Tigers are going to have to do something special to get the Raiders on Sunday. Um, they can do it. The competition's like that. But can, well, can they do it against a top five side? Probably not. So they sit there inside that eight fine. If they lose that game, 
they get chucked into that it, that mis, that mismatch. Yeah, it's funny. Like one weekend can com- like one weekend's we completely changed. Yeah, but one weekend's basically completely changed my thinking on the Cowboys. And I know a lot of people were coming at me on Twitter saying, "Oh, it's just one game. You can't make a rash decision off one game." But what I saw from them, Kempi, was like I said, it sort of reminded me of what they looked like back in May. They've, they've been absolutely flying, and they just fell flat. It could be a one-off. It could have been a one-off game. They bounce back and they they you know they wet sail all the way home. But it's that it's that type of year, isn't it? And and it's going to come down to, you remember back in 2018, um, I think that the difference between first first and second finished, I think, on 36 points, and then from third through to eight was 34 points, and then you had a couple of teams just outside of the eight. Like, it feels like that's going to happen again where a team's going to miss out probably on points differential. You know and, what I mean? They'll, they'll finish on the same points, but they'll, but they'll miss out on differential. And because they're all playing each other, and yeah. the results fall the right way for the teams outside the eight, both Newcastle um, with that one-point uh, disadvantage at the moment and Manly sneaking above them yeah. because of that one point advantage. That's true. You know, yeah. so uh, you'd, you'd be making these decisions as the games fall because the because uh, the ladder, as the games fall during the week, you're going to get to this Raiders-West Tigers at the end of the weekend, for instance, and you're going to say, this is a critical game for the competition. Yeah. The Raiders, they need to win it, which, otherwise they're out. Which we haven't really had over the last couple of seasons, you know, as we get towards this this end. We've only had, you know, one or two games a weekend that actually mean anything. So it's awesome that every game has got something on the line. Uh, we have to take a break because uh, we're going to be joined after the break by Jackson Ford, the uh, Warriors second rower, who has been massive for them this year, Kempi, and a surprise package as well. Not a lot of people knew about Jackson Ford when he first arrived. But he's Jacko. playing every game and he's playing 80 minutes every game as well. And he's an absolute engine. I think um, Andrew Webster told us last week that uh, he could play three hours if that's how long the game went on for and still be at the same it's amazing level. for such a big bloke how fit he is yeah, eh? uh, fittest in the team uh, we're told so what we're going to do is to take a break uh, and we will come back with uh, Warriors second rower Jackson Ford after that